Hi and welcome. My name is Renata Daniel and you are listening to the Rich Witch Club podcast where everyone is welcome and we are delving into the law of attraction, manifestation techniques and mindset and we are looking further into decluttering and not only decluttering our cupboards and our homes from the things we don't need anymore, but also decluttering our mindset. And to help me along this month, I have chosen a book which I am featuring in all of the podcasts for the month of November. And it is written by Denise Duffield-Thomas, and it's called Get Rich Lucky Bitch. And I'm going to be taking some advice from Chapter 4 and 5, which is all about decluttering. And I'm going to go through some points that she has made with regard to this particular subject and how we can help ourselves to think differently about our futures and what we can do to clear the path for ourselves in a really realistic and actionable way to help in making our decisions more clear, more focused and really go for what we're wanting. Now, most of you probably have heard about the law of attraction. It has been going crazy for gee, the last 20 years almost, ever since the movie The Secret came out. Oh, look, if you were sitting in front of me right now, I would ask you all to put up your hands if you have ever heard of The Secret. I remember sitting in front of the TV, absolutely spellbound by this particular movie. I wanted it to work for me. And I can guarantee you that thousands of people all over the world got out their magazines and their special cardboard and created their vision boards and stuck it up on their fridges and walked past them every day going, when are you going to happen to me? Oh, look, I am visualizing you as hard as I possibly could. And I wonder how many people actually got their wishes and their dreams and their hopes manifested when they really got into this process. Now, I'm sure that for many people, they got part of the way. But the thing about the secret was that it actually really kept the secret secret because it certainly didn't divulge everything to you. This has really been something that has occurred over the last 20 years, ever since The Secret came out. The Secret was like that first entree, the entree that comes out um, at the beginning of dinner, the, the thing that gets you excited about what's going to come next. And it usually is a small portion, a tidbit of, of the whole thing, of the whole experience. And that is really what The Secret was all about. It got you super excited and it said to you, of course, you can do this. Everyone can do this. Everyone can manifest a future they really want. It's so easy. And look, in a way it is, but also in a way it isn't. It is consistent, hard work. And there are a number of things that, again, as I said, the secret tended not to tell you. Um, you know, maybe it just wasn't the platform to tell you. Maybe it was 
just a big infomercial for all the people who from then on in made lots of money out of being coaches and mentors when it came to the law of attraction. And hey, guess what? I'm doing this right now. This is what I'm doing. I am holding your hand through diving deeply into the law of attraction, into manifestation and into mindset work. And I'm going to be here to keep you motivated to try this methodology, to try it for yourself in your life and hopefully have some successes. Uh, Look, I'm guaranteed you're going to have some successes. And with the help of some of these authors that I will be reaching for over the next few months and reading to you and discussing some of the things that they bring up in their books, I'm sure we can all come to that point in life where we really feel that this work is of great benefit to us and that we are just really clearing the pathway to make life better. So to all of my lovely, beautiful souls that are currently in the Rich Witch Club, just letting you know that at the end of the month of November, I am actually giving the copy of Denise Duffield Thomas's book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, away to one of you that are listening to this particular podcast. So uh, if you are a member of the Rich Witch Club, you will be going into a draw at the end of November and one of you lucky people will be getting this particular book to read all for yourself. That's awesome but we're going into chapter four right now and this is called declutter your money stories and it starts off with a quote by byron katie taking responsibility for your beliefs and judgments gives you the power to change them and that is so true finally getting to a point where you actually Take charge and go, yeah, look, this is exactly what I believe. Now, is it serving me? How good is my life because I particularly believe in this, that or the other? That's the question we all have to ask ourselves. And here are some interesting points that Denise asks us to think about. And uh, I'll just read them to you. Let's see what you think. So are you overgenerous? Overspending to impress other people, mindlessly spending to make yourself feel good, spending out of guilt or obligation, saving other people from their financial dramas and problems, and giving away your power to other people in your life. Wow, who can put their hand up to at least one of those? Um, I'm looking at probably three or four of those that I would say I fit into uh, and, um, yeah, take responsibility for. And is that keeping me poor? Is that making me rich? I have to think about that really deeply and try and work out whether there is some decluttering I have to do around some of those to kind of make my future a little bit better. Denise goes on here in this chapter to say everyone at any income level can be abundant or poor. Our perception is way stronger than the actual reality. But do you believe that you, with all your blocks, sabotages and experiences, can be rich? Do you believe that you are just as deserving as anyone else? And I just want to stop there for a moment and go back to this word rich, right? Rich means 
something different to all of us. And it may not necessarily be about financial riches that you are seeking to gain in your life. It may be about that richness you feel within a good, wholesome relationship where you feel safe, where you feel honoured and when you, where you feel respected. It may be about financial richness and abundance. It may be about the feeling of friends and family and the richness of communicating with people who communicate back to you and um, that, that big tribal circle that you have around you. So when we talk about riches, when I talk about riches in the Rich Witch Club, rich has many different meanings. Please understand that people who are financially well off don't always believe they are rich. Sometimes the more money you have, the less you actually feel connected to the world, your environment, and to the people around you. Sometimes you are just one lonely ship out there in the ocean floating about going, well, hey, I'm on a multi-million dollar yacht out here, but I'm the only one. So, you know, Let's let's take this word rich and paint it in a very wide and open picture and take in the word rich to mean whatever you feel that you need it to mean for you to live an amazing life. Your past experiences have shaped who you are today. They might be holding you back from becoming your best and wealthiest self when you do radical emotional decluttering on those past money experiences, you can start with a fresh new perspective on money and allow your natural abundance to flow. Emotional decluttering is a non-negotiable process if you want to be rich. Even if you've done it before, try it again with a specific money focus because there's always more to uncover. In the world of manifesting, negative emotion is really the only thing that holds you back. So Denise goes on to say, look at your past for clues. If you want to earn more money, you must release any negative energy you have around it, no matter how small. You have to be willing to look at any memories from your past that have an attachment to money, especially events where you feel angry, sad, embarrassed or humiliated. Find any memories of old arguments or resentments over money or anything that might possibly explain why you act the way you do now with your money. Go through your life chronologically. Start from your earliest memory about money and work your way up. Trust me, this exercise will change your life because you'll see how clearly these memories influence your income today. Wow, what's your first memory about money. Uh, I have to go back and be honest and truthful here and say that my first memories around money weren't very good. Uh, they were all surrounded by my parents arguing <laughs> over every single cent that was spent in the house. Uh, my father was the only one that worked for most of my life with my family and uh, he was a miser. He looked at every coin and every penny a thousand times before he spent it and he made sure he felt he made us feel guilty about spending anything at 
all. So it was not a pleasant way to grow up. And my money memories are fraught with just anxiety, stress and difficulty. Now, maybe your story is the same. Or maybe you had a family who just really had enough and didn't put the emphasis on spending or money or saving, and uh, you grow you grew up with happy memories. I'm I'm wondering if you can tell me uh, what your experiences about um, money were when you were growing up. That that would make an interesting conversation within our rich witch club group um, and uh, open discussion. So Denise's chapter summary here finishes up by saying forgiveness is the tool to release you from the past and to allow you to be rich. So when you're forgiving, uh, more than anything, consider forgiving yourself for hanging on to feelings and emotions that are negative like guilt and shame and embarrassment and humiliation, uh, which often come along when we're in a place that isn't the best place to be when it comes to our finances or how we feel. We should be showing up in the world. She goes on to say, no, money memory is too big or too small to clear and everything is symbolic. Throw everything at it. Something will work and will free you from your negative self-beliefs around money. And it's the consistency of going over this information over and over and over and over and over again, the repetition of feeding your mind and your brain and your subconscious those positive thoughts when it comes to creating the changes that are required. And this does take work. I'm sorry, there is no magic wand that takes it all away. It is just one small crack at that shell over and over again until it is broken and we get to a new place where we think about things differently and we can breathe a breath of fresh air and start over. Now I'm going to end up with a little bit more decluttering advice and you'll probably hear this from anyone who teaches the law of attraction. Decluttering is a way of creating space for new things to start to arrive into your life. So if you are hanging on to things that you really don't need anymore, a great thing to do is to pass them on to someone who might. So take them to your local op shop or to your charity store and donate them because there will be somebody out there who really needs them when they're just sitting in your cupboard doing nothing. Maybe you've got some awesome books that you can sell online or hand over to people or take them to the local school library uh, and they will be made useful there rather than sitting around and doing nothing. There's always someone who probably needs something that you don't anymore. And, you know, if you can sell it, well, that's a manifestation that you're making, a bit of abundance on the side for yourself. But do something good with them. Don't just throw them in the bin um, if they are still useful objects. But remember, the decluttering process is the process of creating space. You're telling the universe, I am making space for the new stuff to roll in and to take the place of that which is no longer there and it is going to be better it's going to be more awesome and it's going to be 
an even greater leap into the unknown, but I am ready. So part of the decluttering process is, yes, cleaning it all up, making everything neat and tidy so you can actually see what you have, but creating space for the new that is coming into your life. So I'm going to end up on that note for this podcast episode. Thank you for joining me and I hope that you are back again for our next episode. In the meantime, see you soon. Stay happy. Stay in the mindset that anything and everything is possible. See you later.